Can we do some like Cindy Lauper or something? Who? Cindy Lauper. Who's that? Girls just want to have fun time after time. They don't True have colors. all of the songs. They don't have all of the songs, especially the English ones. Only few. What about 80s? Yeah. Did this, this came with the TV? Yeah. Am I coming out of the TV? I So I talked to a cat in my dream and then she told me that um, cats cannot speak to each other, cats to cats, but she was speaking to me. I don't know. But then I told her, can you tell me what Trigger thinks about me? She said, cats cannot talk. I'm the only cat that can talk. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know why I keep dreaming about cats. I there can was... tell you why. Why? Because that's all you think about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We got off on the wrong station far from where we wanna be. People move without ever looking at the names of the city streets when they Tell us where to go. I'm Johnny Pickett. Welcome to Person and Song, where each episode we ask someone from around the world to bring a piece of music that comments on their their piece of the world, their country, their society. Inas and I were colleagues when I was living in China, and uh, she is a hoot. Um, here she is. Okay, so my name is Inas. I'm from Yemen, from the capital city of Yemen, Sana'a. And I came to China five years ago in 2013. And the reason why I came here is I was actually forced to come here. I don't want to come here in the first place. Yes. But now I don't want to leave anymore. <laughs> Who forced you? Um, my dad, because he wanted me to like continue my study, and I I worked for like eight years back home as a teacher, and he was like, okay, done with your study, you have with your teaching thing, you have to continue your study, and he is a big fan of China. He loves China a lot. He lived in China for a long time, so he did his undergrad undergrad here, and and then he came back to China to do his PhD. So before he finished his PhD in China, he decided to apply for me in different universities, and I ended up in Nanjing University. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Did he go to Nanjing University? My dad? Yeah. You mean studied? Yeah. No. He studied in Tongji Dashie in Shanghai. Oh, that's a name. Tongji Dashie. Tongji. Wait. Tongji Dashie. Tongji Dashie. Not Tongji. Tongji. Yes. Dashie means university. Yeah. Dashie means university. Like Nanjing Dashie. Tongji Dashie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, could you tell me the song you brought there? Um, I I selected a song 
That is very special because I've been listening to it since I was a child. But I don't remember. Huh? Listening to it without option. Yeah, because it was always on TV whenever there's this holiday coming up. It's, it happens twice in a year because we have two religious holidays in a year. One is right after Ramadan. You know, Ramadan, the, <coughs> the month for fasting. Yeah, yeah. yeah what so month is it? Ramadan. Ramadan. Yeah, what month is it? What month? Is it the same month every year? Yes. What month? <laughs> Ramadan. Like June? I don't March. know. It is lunar. Lunar. Lunar year. Ooh. Not not the... It doesn't go with the solar year. You know oh, what I mean? Like oh, we have yeah, a lunar yeah. year and we go according to it. So there is this Ramadan. So it's never so in the same time? Never. Never. So... Bummer for the calendar. <laughs> yeah. The lunar calendar. Yes, exactly. Mm. So... Uh, there's another holiday, religious holiday, which is two months after Ramadan. So in these two religious holidays, we have this song played every day in the morning for like a week. And it just brings joy, a lot of joy. I don't know why, but it brings a lot of joy because it is related to everything about this festival or the holiday thing. What's the holiday called? Uh, Eid. It is Eid in, in Arabic, which, mean, which means holiday. It, it's, there are two holidays. So the first one is uh, Al-Fitr. 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 Yes, Al-Fitr. And the other one is Al-Adha. Al-Adha. Oh my god, you sound so funny. So funny. What am I talking I about it. this? Why am I sound so funny because I just said it perfectly. No. <laughs> Not at all. You're like, Whoa. just like when you said Tongchi Tasia. I didn't realize. <laughs> Come on. Okay, anyways. I want to say it in Arabic because in English it sounds weird. So we have two holidays. The first one is Al Fitr. Eid Al Fitr. Mm. The second one is Eid Al Adha. So Eid means holiday or celebration or festival, okay? So these two holidays happen in a year. And we have the song played every day in the morning for like a week. And I Like told on you, loudspeakers? Yeah. Like, like on call TV, the all the channels. After the prayer, it's like played on every radio channel or TV or whatever. Only in Yemen. This is a very special Yemeni song. Right. It's not in any other country. So, say they play the call to prayer over the loudspeakers in the city, right? They would do that, yeah. yeah. And then right after that, they'd be playing this song. But not on the loudspeakers of okay. the mosques. It's okay. just on the TV. Just so, on TV. everybody just likes to play it out loud. So, everyone knows after the prayer, this is going to come on TV. Yeah. Um. Exactly. <laughs> For some reason, it brings joy because it is related to everything about that day. So it's all about food and uh, visiting relatives, having money. Just like in China, we have they give the humbao. 
the red packet. Oh, yeah. We also have the similar thing. So the adults give money to the kids, and then we we just <coughs> like to compete with each other who has more money than the other. And then we go out to play with ne- the neighbors, with the rel- relatives. Um, and then we go to spend our money on toys. And we finish the day so exhausted. And then the next day, the same thing, <laughs> the same song. For like from three to seven days, the song will be played. Three to seven days? Yeah. Actually, Eid al-Fatr, the first one, which is after Ramadan, it's only for three days. It is supposed to be three days holiday. But the other one, which is Al-Adha, it is seven days holiday. Are they in a row? Uh, Eid al-Adha comes two months after Eid al-Fatr. Oh, okay. It's a very short. What's the occasion? What's what are they re- celebrating? The <clears throat> the first one, Eid al-Fitr, is because and the song would play in both holidays. Yeah. Hmm. So Eid al-Fitr comes after Ramadan, so it's like celebration, celebrating the the fasting days that we have been through all of these struggling and um, we didn't eat, we didn't enjoy food that much, although we enjoy a lot in Ramadan. Because every night when we break the fast, we prepare a lot of food. A lot of food. We waste a lot of food. Anyways, so after the 30 days, we have this Eid al-Fitr. We have this holiday. And then two months later, Eid al-Adha. I'm not so sure why we have Eid al-Adha. But both of them are religious holidays. But I'm not so sure about the Eid al-Adha one. Mm. But I know that we slaughter a lot of sheep and goats and... Oh my gosh. Yeah. For a lot food of blood. or for yeah. sacrifice? We s- sacrifice. Food and, then, and sacrifice. Yeah, food and sacrifice. So we slaughter a lot of sheep, goats, cows, whatever, and then we share the meat with all the poor people around us. Mm. Yeah. Have you slaughtered a sheep? No, but I have seen sheep being slaughtered in front of me. Oh. <laughs> oh. And the blood is all over. And then we have to wash the blood clean the yard because they usually slaughter it in uh, in the house yard you know you know yeah like in the backyard yeah and they never make you do it though what slaughter the sheep of course not why of course not why would i do it 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 should be done by butcher we bring a butcher to the house to do this yeah. I never slaughtered sheep in my backyard as a kid. I've never slaughtered we just uh, had like a, a cockroach. Swing, we just had a swing set. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, I just remember that it is so terrible. Really terrible. And then after the slaughtering, after I see the sheep being slaughtered, I don't want to eat that sheep meat anymore. I would eat another sheep meat, but not that one. Yeah, because yeah. you saw its eyes. This yeah. is the life left. Yeah, so sad. Really. Um... Was this a neighbor thing? Everyone would gather in the neighborhood for it? Or just your family? Everyone who is capable of doing it should do it. Slaughtering, yeah. What would happen if you didn't? Nothing. But if you really can and you don't want to do it, that means you're not... um, You don't want to sacrifice or you're... You're not a good person, maybe? Or... I don't know. Anyways... If you're capable, you should do it. If you're not, then other people who are capable can give you the, the meat, share the meat with you. Yeah. yeah. Is there a pretty big <laughs> unity over this? Like how Americans might celebrate Christmas, you know? You mean gathering-like? Like, does everyone do this? Yeah. 
Everyone, every Muslim has to do it. Right. Every single Muslim, yeah. Because Eid al-Fitr and Eid al-Adha, both of them are Islamic uh, holidays. Okay. Yeah. And like everyone in Yemen is Muslim. Mm, yes, but we still have some Jewish, but only few. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, we have Jewish, we have Christians, maybe we have, but in another city, not in my city. Yeah. Right. It, how do most people become Muslims, if you know what I'm asking? Um, just because their families are, their parents are, I think. That's according to my opinion. I don't know what would others say, but according to my opinion, Muslims are Muslims just because of their parents are. Hmm. Yeah. How do you feel about it now? I'm free to choose whatever I want. <laughs> I don't care whatever religion the person has mm. or whatever belief I have because I know that there is kind of power. I don't know what power, what, what that power is. It could be God. It could be something rela related to physics or whatever. But I know that there is some kind of power that rules the whole universe and our destinies. But I still find that there are a lot of things in Islam that I'm not really satisfied with or I, I don't find that they make any kind of sense to hmm. me. Yeah. Sorry, we don't normally talk about religion on yeah, this yeah, podcast. Yeah, we don't we don't talk about religion, right? <laughs> yeah, even like in these in this podcast I almost never talk about Good. it. Good. That's better. Yeah. Two things it's better to stay away from them. Politics and religion. Okay, we'll leave it at that. We'll mm -hmm. leave it at that then. Yeah. Do you still celebrate these holidays even though you live in China? Uh no. I try to attend this kind of celebration in one of the mosques here in Nanjing, mm -hmm. but I didn't find it quite similar to what we do back home. So I felt I feel that since I came to China, I just stopped celebrating these holidays. It doesn't feel the same way, the same thing, because holiday is all about family gathering. But mm -hmm. here it's different. Although I have two of my brothers here, but they're always busy and they're in different cities. So we don't usually meet. Two of your brothers are here? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I just met them last summer too. We went together to Shanghai. Uh, yeah. Have they gone back to Yemen? Nope. Yeah. We cannot. It's almost impossible to go back to Yemen now. So since we came to China five years ago, we're still in China. We didn't go anywhere. I mean, we didn't go back home. We went to other places, but not back right. to my, our country. But you said your dad wants you to go back, yeah? Yes. Just me, not just, my brothers. Just you, why? Mm, it's something related to society thing. So when a girl grows up, they just feel that she, she is ready to get married now. What What is the use of her working in another country and not being safe or secured? Although I'm 100% safe here. Right. Yeah. So your dad would like you to go back, but not your brothers. Yeah, he wants my brothers to just finish their study here. And then if they can find a job, yeah, I'm sure that he wants them to find a job somewhere, not in the country, not in, not in Yemen, somewhere outside. Why is in that? In a better place. Because the situation now in Yemen is really terrible. Although not everybody talking about it, but it's... We Yemenis know. We know how terrible it is. I'm sure that a lot of Yemenis right now, they wish that they can go out of the country and find a better life somewhere else. 
So that's why I'm I'm not willing to go back to the country again because I'm gonna lose everything that I have already built here in China. It's like I'm I'm gonna waste everything all all of the work that that I have done here. Um, yeah, but he still wants me to go back. Why would you say <laughs> only Yemenis? No. Um. I don't think that everything happens in Yemen now is covered by the the media in general. Mm-hmm. They don't know exactly what is happening, how the situation is bad. Like it's really not safe there anymore. Like even if you go out walking in the street, you might be shot or bombed by whatever could happen. Um, it's just not safe. It's not safe there anymore. Yeah. What like what would you describe the situation? You don't have to give like a <laughs> news article. But like in your, and when you, someone says, "Why don't you go back to Yemen?" You think this is happening, so I don't go. What would you think is happening? How would you describe it? Um, two countries fighting against each other, but in my country. <laughs> yeah. Is it what, Saudi Arabia and Iran? Yeah, it's like they're fighting, but they're using the Yemeni land as their battlefield, something like that. And they, right. they're using the people there to fight against each other, but they're safe. Saudi, Saudi Arabia, they're safe. They, they don't have any kind of problem. Iran, same thing. They have very perfect life there. But all the problems happen in Yemen because of these issues between them. Right. Yeah. What, like, what is the context of the fight? It's just religion. Religion. Like Shiite Sunni? Yeah. It's all religion, you know. I think every single problem happens in Yemen is because of the religion. The root of the problem is the religion. Yeah. Hmm. It is always related to religion. Even if it seems to be politic thing, politics thing, but no. In depth, it is religion. Hmm. Even though, would you say anything good has come from religion in Yemen? Good? Yeah. From religion? <clears throat> yeah, there are a lot of things. There are a lot of good things. I I I, sh- I have to be fair. Like um there are a lot of things that the religion always encourages people to do, like take care of poor people, keep the family gathered. There are lots of things I I cannot count. Just like it in Christianity. Like this, yeah, it seems the like same. the song too would describe an aspect that Yeah. It is just like Christianity, Christianity as well. I think any religion has some pros and cons, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not so familiar with Christianity or any other religions, but I know that Islam has some pros and cons. Yeah, see, and I'm not familiar with Islam, so <laughs> I really don't know like anything about yeah. it. Yeah, but a lot of things I just find them unfair. Maybe because I'm a girl. To a guy, it might sound so fa- fair to them, but to me, there are a lot of unfair things hmm. like for example a man can marry four wives but a woman can only have <laughs> one husband that is unfair right now yeah in 2018 where in yemen everywhere every islamic country really yes is that really true <laughs> yes it's true i'm gonna go home and google that google it go ahead if you're a muslim you would be able to have four wives and no one would say anything have you seen this yeah how many, does your dad have one or more? Uh, my dad has only my mom. Oh, okay. Yeah. My uncles, let me see. Uh, also, same, one, one. 
but a lot of Muslims in general they have at least if not one two at least two Whoa. yeah but four wives it's I don't know who would have four wives but there are there are a lot of people also they have four wives especially those rich ones they can afford sometimes they're not even rich but they just want to marry so they it's their right you know it's their Islamic right the religion gives it to them right yeah I just don't like that the man can marry but then the woman cannot decide whether to stay with that man or not anymore if she if he marries another uh, wife another woman she has to accept it hmm. yeah well i think if if another muslim person who is like total just he would like argue with me about this topic it's just too complicated i i don't understand their way of thinking they might not understand my way of thinking so everyone has yeah right is that a big reason you don't want to go back as well Mm, yeah I just enjoy more freedom here and I don't mean freedom by like using drugs or whatever no it is the freedom that I am supposed to have I'm supposed to enjoy as long as I am alive you know yeah you had said I remember you said one time that sometimes you feel like because we're in China Mm. in case the listener doesn't know you felt like there were some things in Yemen that were better sometimes I was complaining about like Facebook being shut out or something like mm. that. <clears throat> it's okay. You can always use a VPN. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. But you had said sometimes I feel like Yemen does things better. Let me see what we do better or what does Yemen do better? Mm. Having a lot of boring time. Doing nothing. Doing nothing. Staying for hours without electricity. I think every country is better at doing nothing. Can you imagine that? I've been through days that we have no electricity for 22 hours. The electricity comes back only for two hours or less. Can you imagine a life like that? Like that was before, right before I came to China. Right. I was like, I spent my whole day doing nothing. I tried to draw. Okay, no computer, no internet, nothing. Okay, do some of your um, hobbies. So, this is like 2013. Yes. So, okay, I'll, I, I just bring my pencil and my color pens and start drawing. And then it gets darker, so I don't see anything. <laughs> the candles. I use candles as, as well, but then the candle has the... Uh, the shade of the candle, you know? Yeah, so your hand like creates yes. a shade and you yes. can... <laughs> so... It is so terrible. You know, sorry, I remember once... Sorry, that's not funny. I'm sorry, I'm laughing. It is funny, actually, because it's no one would now. believe... Yeah. You know what? When I got accepted to Nanji University and my advisor at that time, he wanted to uh, Skype me and have a, like, interview. And then that day, there was no electricity anywhere, even in the co- uh, internet coffee shops, uh, internet cafe. Yeah, yeah. There was no electricity at all. And I kept looking and searching from one place to another, trying to find at least one co- uh, internet cafe with uh, electricity, and there was none. And then my advisor had to call me, use the, the phone, like phone call. And then he was like, I told him, I'm sorry, I cannot do an interview now. He said, it's okay, we can do it on the phone quick. So we did it quick, it was an international call. And then when I came to China, he asked me, 
I remember that day you told me there was no electricity. Is that true? Like, he, I said, yeah. He said, like, how come there is no electricity at all? I said, yes, there was no electricity at all in the whole city. It was so unbelievable to him, you know? Yeah, it's unbelievable to me as well. I yeah. don't really... 22 hours or more without electricity, and then the electricity comes back only for one or two hours. How often would it, this happen? Every day. Every day? Yes. Yeah. For how long? That is... Um, before I came to China, it happened for like a year or two. Oh my gosh. Yes. I'm telling you, it was terrible. So when I came here, I, I... So you had two hours of electricity a day for a year. And you can imagine, everybody at home at that moment wants to do everything, like whether to iron clothes or charge the phones or laptops or uh, use the vacuum cleaner or washing machine or what, what, what to do during that time. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Now, I'm sure that the situation is still the same. Maybe a little bit better. But a lot of people now, they have the solar energy panels. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's they good. They bought it, but then when it's cloudy or raining, it's, it doesn't work. I imagine the electricity coming back on and you getting internet and just immediately Googling cat videos. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I wasn't into cats oh, at that boy, time. Oh, boy, two hours. Here we go. <laughs> I didn't like cats at that time, by the way. Oh. I only like cats when I, start, when I adopted my cat. Oh, okay. I didn't like cats before. I, I found them before adorable and cute, but I really, I didn't want to adopt a cat ever before. I had cat kittens when I was a child yeah. raising them, but it was just for fun, you know? And then yeah. when they grow up, we just let them go. and <laughs> <laughs> Where do they go? You just just put survive? Them out in the I don't know. Did they come we, from we, the street anyway? We didn't allow, did you find them in the street and then you let them out, back yes, out yes, of the street? Yes, yes, yes. But we don't allow cats uh, at home. Back home, my mom doesn't like cats, in yeah, because they just mess up with the place. Yeah. So, I started loving cats when I adopted my cat here. Hmm. Yeah. So you're saying people have solar panels now, mm -hmm. things like that. Yeah. I don't know exactly how the situation is like now, but um, I think it is a little bit better, but not good. Hmm. Like if I go back now, I wouldn't be happy. A part of you kind of doesn't want to find out what it's like now? Huh? Is there a part of you that kind of doesn't want to find out what it's like now? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to stay away because of some issues. I just want to stay away from that place. <laughs> yeah. I wish that my country would would be a, a, at least, um, how to say, like, we don't have any kind of fights I would accept it if it is a poor country, but without fights. There are mm. a lot of poor countries, right? But there is no fights. I don't know. Maybe there are fights. There must be some kind of problems in every country, but not major issues between different groups of people fighting different parties or because of religion thing. Or yeah, Every country has a problem, I'm sure. But still, it, it depends on what kind of problem. What is? I don't know who is the president of my country now. Okay, cut, 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 cut. Really? Ow! Why did you hit me? <laughs> I don't want to talk about politics. <laughs> I really don't want to talk about But politics. that's really interesting. You don't know who the president of your country yeah, is. Because... Okay. Maybe he's that guy, which I don't know his name. <laughs> uh, but he doesn't do anything much to the country. So right. it is like there is no government. Or there are two governments. Either there's no government or there are 
more than one government or I don't know what is happening there. <laughs> yeah. It's just too So a president is kind of it like it's kind of it doesn't mean much to be president of Yemen. Everybody wants to be a president. Bakum. Yeah. Every leader of each party wants to be the president and every party thinks that the other party is completely wrong and I am the one who should be the leader here. Yeah. Again, religious issues related, yeah. Again. Do you feel like you don't know the name of the president of Yemen because you don't want to know like what's happening there I don't that check much? on the news. Mm. I don't check. I just, I, I want to have some peace of mind. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I, the only thing I want to make sure of is that my family is fine. Yeah. Living well there. Although I know that they don't have that good life, but at least they're healthy and they're doing well. That's it. Right. How many yeah. siblings do you have? We are seven. Right. <laughs> I remember this now. You want me to tell you something? Mm. I have so many cousins, I don't even know them. If you have seven siblings, <laughs> how many do your parents have? Uh-huh. How many siblings do your parents have? My dad have only three. Three siblings. Yeah. My mom has... Let me see. My mom's dad married two women. So, from that woman, I don't know. So, does that mean three? you have two grandmas? Yeah. You have three grandmas? Mm-hmm. You're jealous? A little. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me tell you something. <laughs> One of them, I... Two of them. I don't remember. I, I never met them, I think. Wait, two of them. Two of your grandmas? Yeah, only one. My dad's mother, the one I, I know, because mm-hmm. she lived with us, and she died when, when, when I was already old enough, yeah. Your mom's dad married two women? Yeah. And you didn't meet either of them? Mm, I think, yeah, I didn't. Man, how, how do you have so many cousins if... Good question. Let me see. Let me do the calculations. <laughs> well, well, yeah. If you have three grandmas, that does lead to an extra amount of cousins. But if you have seven siblings, you must have a lot of nieces and nephews too. Okay, the cousins from my dad's side, I think I know them, most of them, unless if there are new ones that I haven't met yet, because they keep on reproducing, you know. <laughs> The other side, mom's side, um, I don't know all of them because uh, my my mom's sister's husband, they were married to more than one woman, so there are cousins from everywhere. Oh. Yeah. Your mom's sister's husband. Your uncle. Uh, yeah. He, your uncle has two wives. Yeah. Okay. That'll lead to a lot of cousins. Yeah, yeah a lot. I don't know them. If I meet one of my cousins, they wouldn't recognize me or I, I won't recognize them. Right. I don't know who they are. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. You see, that's what happens when you have a lot <laughs> I'm siblings. a little jealous. How many siblings do you have? Two. Okay, Two good. Two sisters. At least you can remember them always and you won't mix up between them. No, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I know who they are. <laughs> <laughs> I I you know, if someone asks me, how old is your brother or sister? Let me count. I'm kind of the same way. Really? Yeah, sorry, You only have Joanna, two siblings sorry, and Jackie. you cannot I remember. doubt they're listening to this, but I'm sorry if you are. <laughs> I know Joanna's 30 because I remember being like, 
oh, Joanna, you're 30. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I just remember that they're either older than me or younger than me. That's it. Right. But how old? How young? Uh, Are you in the middle? Yeah, I'm in the middle. Um, Bad. Yeah. Yeah, middle <laughs> child. You? No. Do I look like a middle child? <laughs> How does the middle child look like? Me? You can always just, uh, you know, like my sister has red hair. Uh-huh. No, nice. No I one like else in our family nice. has red hair. Uh-huh. Middle child. <laughs> Did you ever see Cheaper by the Dozen? No. Then never mind. I'm not going to continue with that. Uh, red hair? Yeah, well, there's one kid who was the middle child in Cheaper by the Dozen, and they called him FedEx. Because they said FedEx brought you to our family. You're not from our family. <laughs> That's what I always feel, by the way. I don't know why the middle child always feel this way. It's like, okay, I'll tell you the story. Mm. So my mom and dad, they had the first, my first sister. And then they were like, okay, we want another one. And then the next one was another girl. And then they were like, okay, the third one. They were looking for a boy, you know? So the third one was me. So it was like, skip. Okay, next. <laughs> The next one was also a sister. But then, four sisters, and then finally we had the brother. The uh, the brother is handicapped. He is not okay. Okay. So they were like, oh, he is handicapped. We need to bring another boy, another, what yeah, What was his, a brother. his issue? Mental handicap. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he was born in Britain, by the way. In Britain? Mm-hmm. How did that happen? Uh, my father did his master's there in Britain, in Cardiff. In Cardiff? Yeah. Oh, Wales. <laughs> yeah. Eddie, you hearing this? Someone else studied in Wales. <laughs> yeah, I lived there too, for two or three years. I you was, lived in Wales? Yeah, I did my kindergarten in, in Wales, you know? You did kindergarten in Wales? Yeah, and I did that again in Yemen when I went back. Why? Because Yemen standards were so much higher, you had to catch up. <laughs> Maybe I failed in kindergarten, so I had to repeat <laughs> You color the tree purple, and they're like, yeah, it's not going to work. Um, yeah. I, and then they said, okay, let's have another uh, chance. Maybe there will be another boy who will take care of his brother. So they had my, the, what is it now? The one, two, three, four, the fifth one. Okay, okay. the fifth one. What's and it, then they were like. Does he have a name? No, the fifth, yeah, he <laughs> has a name. Him the fifth one? <laughs> If I say the name, it doesn't matter. Anyways, he they brought the is first one. Is his name Muhammad? No, Muhammad is the last one. Okay. Yeah. So they were like, "Oh, we need to bring another one so he can help his brother to take care of his elder brother." Mm. So they had my last brother, Muhammad. So that is how it happened. We ended up seven. Seven. Mm-hmm. They were looking for a boy. Yeah, and then four boys to take care of the elder boy. Right, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much what happened with my family, too. Two girls, and then they're like, we got to get a boy one more try. And then they finished after me because everything was perfect. (laughs) So you made the life perfect for them, right? Yeah. Okay, Johnny. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What was I going to ask? How did your dad end up studying in Cardiff? I mean, yeah, Cardiff. My dad was really hardworking and really smart. That's what I was going to ask what your dad does. What does your dad He's do? He's an architect. So, at first, he went to 
high school in China. He came to do his high school and university undergrad in China in Shanghai in this Dongji Dashuye. And then um, he went back home. He married my mom. And then he got a scholarship, I guess, and he did his master's in Cardiff. And then after that, he went back home. If we didn't go back home, that would be better for us, all of the family. But he was homesick, so he had to go back for his mom and dad as well. Um, and then we stayed for a long time there. And then he decided to do his PhD after like 30 years or more. Oh, it's like my he dad. went back. Yeah, he went back to the same university in China Whoa. to do his PhD. So he it sounds like a movie in the making. Yeah. You know what, my my dad, when he came to China first, he is from a poor family, by the way. His mm. dad was a farmer, just a farmer. So when he came to China, he had no source of income to support him. So he was, he likes to draw. He's like really, really good artist, like drawing. So he was drawing in the street, like those people draw in the street for yeah. people and then they pay him money. That's how he made uh, a living. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. He is so hardworking. And when did he come here? Forty years ago. I so think. and it's not like China was like this like it gold was mine forty years yeah. ago. He he was completely shocked when he came the second time to China to Shanghai, to the same university. Like everything has completely changed, but his dormitory was still the same. Didn't change. It oh, was really? there. Even his room. He went to the same room and he saw the same room. And he done. And then he met his classmates. There were some of them there. They were still there in the university. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I can't imagine someone really forty years ago being like China, the dream. You know what I mean? Yeah, I didn't want to. Come. I came to China in two thousand ten for a visit with my dad. We stayed here for like one month or something. I hated it. I was like, take me out of here. <laughs> I don't want to live here for any longer. It was. I was done enough. It was completely different from back home and everything. So. But then when I came here, I was forced to come here, and now I'm happy to be here, and I don't want to live here anymore. <laughs> and you don't want to leave here anymore. Yeah, I don't want to live here anymore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I leave, I would want to leave to a better place, not to, yeah. Right. Of course, everybody wants to live in a better place, right? Always, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, what would you describe as a better place? Safe, first. Well, I mean, then where you're at now. Now it's safe. It's no, safe. what would you describe as a better place? Safer. <laughs> uh, sorry, where? Where would you? Where? Uh, actually, it's hard to know where. You don't think China's safe? China's safe. Nanjing is safe. It feels pretty safe. Nanjing is really safe. Nanjing is one of the safest cities in China. Hmm. If it's not the safest one, it is safe. Yeah. I, I feel like home here, really. If I leave Nanjing, I feel like, no, I'm homesick to Nanjing like I really want to go back to Nanjing yeah um, I like it although there are a lot of things you might not like but it's everywhere you, you cannot find a paradise the perfect place to live right yeah but it's still good enough yeah right and now you have a Chinese boyfriend so you're definitely tied to here for mm -hmm. that is one of the foreseeable reasons foreseeable future yeah that is one of the reasons actually why I like China because China brought me boyfriend a cat <laughs> <laughs> what more can a girl ask for 
Johnny, you're so bad. Okay, cut. <laughs> no, anyway, sorry. Boyfriend, mm. cat, mm-hmm. cat pillows, so many yeah. cat pillows. Yeah. It's cat's paradise, you know? Yeah. I I just wish that my cat is happy here. Mm. I hope that she's happy. I wish I can talk to her. And I, sometimes I see her that she's sad. I feel sad. Because I want to see her always smiling. You know, my roommate one day. <laughs> she told me, you know, Dao. Dao, my friend. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so so I was telling her, Dao, I don't know what's wrong with Trigger. She seems to be upset. I really want to see her smiling. And she was like, that is so creepy. If you see a cat smiling, That's, that is so creepy. Said, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just laughed. I, I kind of went towards the opposite direction when you said that. I was like... That cat has never smiled in its life because it is incapable of smiling. But I can feel it. I can feel when my cat is happy and active and jumping around. That means she is good. Sometimes she's just bored. And then I feel maybe I have to set her free and let her go out. But then... And die immediately. Yo, no, no, I'm not going to let her go out. But maybe I'm I'm doing the wrong thing. Sometimes I think that I'm doing the wrong thing, you know? You don't know. You don't know. Do you think I'm doing the right by keeping the... it in the apartment? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that's uh, mm-hmm. that's a personal thing. I don't know. Yeah, that's I the, keep uh, thinking about it. You know, it, it's really hard to to decide because I see a lot of cats outside, and they're homeless and they're yeah, dirty and they I have a lot saw of one diseases. In a garbage can the other day, like you a see? cartoon. Yeah, I feel so bad about them, really. And my cat is really healthy. I've seen she that. Yeah, so she's got clean. some fat on her. She is, she has food all the time. She is, if she wants to go out, I will let her out. But I'm worried about her, you know. Yeah. But sometimes you should give her free. I once I opened the door for her, you know, she didn't want to go out. Uh-huh. I opened the door. For, I was like, trigger, go out if you want. Right. You want to go out yeah. and look around? Go. Yeah. And then she ran just like that little hallway, three meters away from the door, and then she came back. Wow. That's the farthest thing. She didn't so. go in the elevator or no. anything like that? No. no. <laughs> it's just funny to me that I was like, so you, now you have a cat and a boyfriend, and you talked about the cat <laughs> for like three minutes. <laughs> yeah, I would keep on talking about the cat on and on and on. Well, the cat's here. That makes sense. Yeah. I love cats. She made me... Uh, I mean, you know when my boyfriend left? I no, had her. I don't know when. when my- <laughs> I don't know when. I mean, when he left, I had cat- trigger at that time. When he so left I- China. Yeah, so I didn't feel that. I felt bad that he sad that he left, but not that sad. So she was always with me. Yeah. <laughs> Where did your boyfriend leave to? He is in the U.S. now, Dallas. And. If my memory is correct, he's doing a PhD. Mm-hmm. Nice. What's mm-hmm. he studying? Physics. Uh, physics. <laughs> <laughs> I just hate physics and maths, and he loves them too much. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's why he's doing the PhD. He's you know? a smart guy. He's yeah. smart and hardworking. He owned all of his scholarships since he was in the primary school. Like, his parents didn't pay anything for his study. He just had scholarships? All scholarships, one after another. Wow. Yes, he I'm, is. That's why I'm 
calling him nerd because he is really a nerd. You yeah. Know? He's all about study. Hmm. Yeah. When's the next time you're going to see him? Soon. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, do you have, there's plans, surely, yeah? Yeah, he's coming in five weeks later okay. to China because it's going to be Christmas in the U.S., Oh, Christmas yeah. holidays, so that is the only time when he can can come back. Have you been to the U.S. during Christmas yes. time? Yes. Yeah. It was nice. I enjoyed it a lot there. I wish I could go there again. I really wish that. Uh, why wouldn't you go? Do you know why? Travel ban thing? Right. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. No. Now I remember. We had this Politics conversation. Politics is above all. Is above all. Right, yeah, like they... Yeah, you cannot do anything about it. Although I applied for the visa again, but I was, like, rejected right away. Right. Yeah, because of my passport, so... Um, I just have to wait. Yeah. Do you know anyone else who is affected from Yemen on the travel ban to the U.S.? Mm-mm. No. Mm. But I think all Yemenis... Yeah, I, and also all, the other countries as well. There are yeah. seven cu- countries, I guess. Yeah, it's just—it's funny to me. Well, it's not funny, but we forget that it's still in place. So it happened like last January, mm-hmm. and a lot of people think it's gone now. I think people think the Supreme Court, like, no, the Supreme Court just how to say agreed on what Trumps want. Right. So nothing's going to change until until Trump is not president anymore. I don't know. It's like when. mind-bending, really, if you think about it. Like everyone from those countries can't come, can't go. Mm. Yeah, cannot. Yeah. You think about it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm thinking. It's cra- It really is crazy that it's yeah. still a thing. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Because yeah. now no one's talking about it anymore. You see, now I have holidays in China. Long holidays. And I cannot go to see my boyfriend because of this reason. Right. Yeah. yeah. And he went to the U.S. before Trump's presidency. So we didn't know that this is going to happen. Yeah. You think Otherwise, you... he might not go. Because he had another scholarship to Singapore as well, which is in a very good university. But then he chose yeah. U.S. But he probably one. wouldn't have if he knew. Yeah. Anyways, now... I just need to wait. Yeah. Actually, the U.S. is a really nice place. I, I liked it there. I found it is different from what people say about it. Like, people there are so, like, kind. And and I didn't face any kind of difficulty once I arrived, since I arrived at the airport. During my stay there, until I left the airport again. I didn't feel any kind of, any problem at all. Because of me as I am any or something. No, nothing. Hmm. Yeah. Well, where were you? In the U.S.? Dallas. In Dallas. Yeah, I went to Washington as well. And then I went to Dallas. Washington, D.C.? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, for a conference. But then I went to Dallas and yeah, it was a nice day. I enjoy it. It's very peaceful. I don't know. It's different from what people keep on saying. What would, what would people be saying about it? Like, there are a lot of problems. People there, I don't want to use that word, but a lot of people are racist there or something. Is that the word you didn't want to use? <laughs> <laughs> I did not expect that. You know, the R word. 
racists. Yeah. I mean, I didn't fight. I didn't feel that anyone looked down at me at all hmm. because me I'm uh, as a Ye Yemeni or my boyfriend as Chinese, he doesn't have any problem until now. Like he's having good life with with everybody there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> good to hear. Yeah. People there are always smiling. You pass by someone and they just say hi. How are? How was your day? Like. Yeah. yeah. Unlike you, Johnny. What? <laughs> Unlike me? <laughs> just kidding. If I see someone in the <laughs> hall, I just, you know, I say like a bad word like racist. Hmm. I mean, racism, come on, it's everywhere. Everywhere. It is, yeah. Like well, any, people are not same, right? You cannot find people same, same copy paste of each other. There's always some differences. And then when people look at those differences, they call each other, what, you're racist. So there's always racism everywhere. Yeah. My thing, too, with the U.S. is that kind of everything that we do is, like, televised and made into movies and put into media and popular mm. culture. Mm -hmm. And so everyone gets this idea. Don't get me wrong. There are a ton of mm. very racist people in the U.S. <clears throat> but... Mm. That doesn't mean that the rest of the world isn't like that. Yeah, you yeah know? I, I agree. I completely agree with you, Johnny. Yeah. We have huge problems. And I think a big reason why we have huge problems with racism, too, is because we, uh, especially minorities, confront it on like a daily basis. Mm -hmm. And we are so mixed. Mm -hmm. And so we have so many uh, avenues for different sorts of racism mm -hmm. but anyway to Yemen mm. um, what would you say if you wanted say well I'm an American listening to this mm -hmm. if you wanted me to know one thing about Yemen what would it be Yemen would be a very very good country if we kept on growing coffee until now and exporting it because we have the best quality of coffee in the whole world. And unfortunately, they replaced this tree with another devil tree, which is the Qat, Q-A-T. Mm -hmm. I don't know whether you have heard about it or not, but people there are crazy about it. It's, it's kind of drug, but it's not real drug. They It just makes them happy and high and blah, blah, blah. Kind of like a nicotine high? Yeah. So... They just stopped growing the coffee tree and replaced it with this tree, which just destroyed the whole country, the whole society now. Like, I feel that may, one of the major issues, one of the major problems in Yemen is this tree cut. It is growing everywhere. And people chewing it every single day. Even my father, although he is educated, but they still give themselves excuses like, oh, I need to stay focused. I need to think about solving some problems i need to blow so i need to choose some cut because it helps them to think while it's not true because they just believe in it believe that it gives them that feeling but they can do the thinking and everything without chewing it like just like other people right and they say yeah it's better to chew cut better than doing drugs or blah blah, blah. so you give they're giving themselves ex excuses to keep on chewing this tree and um, Yemen would be one of the richest countries if we kept on growing 
the coffee beans instead. You really think so? Yeah. Wow. Me too. Yeah. They replaced all the coffee beans farms with, with this cut tree. Mm. Yeah. Because it makes them, they make money out of it, but inside the country. You're right. It, yeah. Everything stays within. Yeah. Mm. You know, even some Yemenis here in China, they try somehow to find a way to get the coffee, uh, sorry, the cut leaves to China, whether while it's really not allowed. It's not allowed. But they uh, dry the uh, cut leaves and then they uh, make it into a powder or something mm -hmm. and then put in cans and then they just put in the bags and nobody knows it's, it's cut. What? I, I've never <laughs> heard of it. Like You need to Google it. Yeah. Cut. Yeah. Yeah, it's very bad. Very bad. It's really uncivilized thing. Have you tried it? Nope. But I tried one leaf. I put it in my mouth. It's so bitter and so... it's It doesn't even have a good taste at mm. all. Yeah. Okay, I don't want to talk about Yemenis anymore. Okay. <laughs> That's <laughs> the whole. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, I was gonna tell you about a movie I watched last night. It's really nice story. You have to watch it because we were talking about American racism and so on. Oh yeah. This movie is new. It's called The Hate You Give. Really nice story. I hate it. Then you have to watch it. <laughs> you should watch it. It's really nice story. Okay. Yeah. The Hate You Give. Well, uh, do you want any any closing thoughts? Um, I want, I don't know, nothing much. I just want to say that um, I'm a lucky person to be in China uh, at the right time. I came to China at the right time. Right after I came to China, the situation in my country just exploded. So I was a lucky person. My father forced me to come here, but I, I have to say thank you to him. Because although he always asked me to do things that... It is up to his wish, not to my wish. But this time is the only time I wish I should say thank you to him because he he did he yeah he told me to do this, the right thing, bring mm. me to China. Mm. But after he brought me to China, like two weeks later or one week later, I'm not sure, he wanted me to go back. <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> and He's it like, was like, wait, I miss no. you. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was here. He came with me. He wanted oh. me to go back with him. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, 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 I'm not leaving. I have already started my Chinese classes and uh, I'm kind of settled now. So I don't want, although I was really homesick at that time. I want, I really wanted to go, but I tried to keep myself strong. So I was mm -hmm. like, um, it's not only about keeping myself strong, but I wanted to, for one time, I wanted to say no to my dad and I just follow my own wish. So I was like, you're not going to keep controlling my life, okay? This time I'm going to say no and I'm staying here. Like, I'm like a doll. You come here, no, go there, no, do this, no, do that. No, this is better, no. Even my ex-fiance, like, I was, I was almost marrying him that time and we had to break everything because it's up to my father's wish wish so yeah so i was like okay now it's enough i really want to do something that is completely up to my wish like even my major when i did my undergrad major it was my father's wish when i worked at a school back home it was my father's wish when i um okay when i chose my ex-fiance it was my wish but then <laughs> We broke the engagement because it's my father's wish. So, 
coming to China was also my father's wish. But staying in China is my wish. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Power. Mm-hmm. Power. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm satisfied. Are you satisfied? It was nice talking to you, Johnny. Really. My deepest thanks to Inas, all the way from California. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thanks, Jake Tittle, whose music you've been hearing. Uh, you can find his music everywhere. Google Jake Tittle. You can also find my music everywhere. Just released a new single. Go check that out. Just Google my name. It'll pop up. I'm Johnny Pickett. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. I guess it should have happened to me Don't you ever say I've just walked away I will always want you I can't be like a wrecking ball I'm sick I need hot chocolate